The Collector's Collection, Episode 5, Iron Man 2. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Collector's Collection, a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan podcast. I am your humble host, Chris, joined by my fellow henchman, Baby. Bobby. <laughs> Anna. Hello there. And Steve. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about the second Iron Man movie, aptly titled Iron Man 2. <laughs> but before we get into that, we're recording this on April 6th, so the week of April Fool's. And we were going to put something in the feed, but we're like five episodes in, so I didn't think that would be appropriate at this time. <laughs> But we did play a bit of a trick on Bobby here. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. So basically, I messaged the group chat that we have on Facebook for the show. I was like, look, look, Bobby, me and Steve were talking earlier about how I like to do a show a certain way. And, you know, since the MCU is so well written, you know, I don't have a lot. You know, there's not a lot here for me to really speculate on especially not this early in a long-running franchise <laughs> and of course since it was monday april 1st well, all right so all right so my defense if anybody that knows chris knows that he's for lack of a better word a quitter so there's a lot of podcasts that you haven't heard fickle at best very fickle so there's or a lot heard of the beginnings of he likes to start things Yep, we'll call it that. I have started starting lots things. of things. <laughs> loves loves deleting them even more. <laughs> Absolutely loves deleting them more. So when I first heard of him going, well, I'm thinking about canceling the show. <laughs> it was April Fool, so naturally I was like, ha ha ha, very funny. So yeah, Bobby was like, if this was any other day, I would have believed you. And I was like, what are you what are you talking about? <laughs> like, no, this is this is real. So I was, no, I, I even was like, I was like, ha ha. Uh. <laughs> then of course Steve chimed in because we had been chatting back and forth about it this whole time privately. <laughs> yeah, so then, <laughs> then Bobby is like, "So we're done," and then I get the phone call. So so that's how he knows. So whenever, <laughs> so like if he ever makes a joke and <laughs> I call, <laughs> he's like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bobby calls me. I know that he's taking the bait. Because what else, who else am I going to call Anna? Hey, Anna's, uh, is Chris being serious right now? <laughs> but no, that actually, it, so being that Chris likes to. Me, not, yeah, me and Steve were cracking up, dude. And then he went silent for 10, 15 minutes in the chat. And I was like, maybe we pushed it too far. No, no. So, <laughs> so, so that between that 10, 15 minutes, I actually stopped working. Oh my gosh. I stopped working. I went to the side. I started smoking a cigarette, which, yes, I do smoke cigarettes. Ew. And I started contemplating. <laughs> I said, I will never in my fucking life. That's how mad I was. Oh, see, I had to text Chris because I wasn't in on it. <laughs> she didn't even know. I had to as text Chris. I was like, as far wait, as, as far you're, as I'm you're pulling a prank, oh, right? Oh, didn't convince her as well. Oh, That's oh, great. Oh, oh, so <laughs> yes. at this point, I'm thinking everybody's in on it. it I matter. didn't know. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure you didn't. 
I didn't. I'm sure. She did not tell I'm sure. I'm sure. I had to text Chris. <laughs> I was like, are me. you playing a prank on Bobby or are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, anyone that knows me knows I pride myself on honesty and I just typed in. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I had nothing to do with this, Bobby. <laughs> after that 10 minutes, I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to but it, so that's not even accurate because the last thing that I sent to the group chat before I told him it was a joke was a whole paragraph that you wrote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I, heard I, that. I heard about that. I heard about that. So oh, as, that I, was... as, I, as I said, though, I do applaud it. Yeah. It was a very good one. Yeah. It was, it was I mean, time. those are the only jokes worth doing, in my opinion, is if you're going to prank someone, it's they should of... be laughing when it's yeah. over as well. If they're not laughing... Oh, who cares? It wasn't. If a I'm la- all that matters is if I'm laughing. If <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing, then I'm I'm having a great time. Yeah. You can be mad. You can be big mad. You can get over it. But I but I vowed that I was, I'm I'm never doing a fucking podcast with Chris again, which is probably a lie. Give it like a couple months. He's like, boy, I kind of want to do this. When you want to do it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> so anyway, Iron Man two came out in 2010, May seventh, 2010. Directed by our good friend. <laughs> for now, for now, for now. <laughs> Domestically, the movie gained about $312 plus million. Worldwide, ended with a cool $621 million. That's a lot of money. This was also the film that introduced us to War Machine and... Black Widow, although I don't think God, who doesn't love Black it's Black a, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it actually says in this movie that she's Black Widow. No, they only introduced her as a uh, Natasha Romanoff. So the movie opens up this time in Russia, and we see who we later find out is Ivan Vanko's dad on his deathbed. Yeah, obviously Ivan's there next to him, and uh, you know he's like, I can't leave you with a whole lot, but I got some knowledge. Because that Tony Stark there on TV, that should be you, bro. He ain't the one, bro. He ain't the nope. one. <laughs> that should have been you. But when his dad did die, so because I, I like watching my movies in subtitles, <laughs> I really do wish it popped up on the bottom of the screen, screams in Russian. Oh, for that. Yeah. I didn't know what you would call it. <laughs> the- it kind of reminds me that, you know, that um, YouTube clip of one of the episodes of Intervention where the, the black guy is just like, Aah. Oh yeah, the oh, meme, geez. the meme video. Yeah. Ah! Oh, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> You've watched that a time or two. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a bad scream. It, it was. Yeah. It was bad terrible. acting on Mickey Rourke's part. Just that one scene. I didn't. <sighs> so then he just whips out all these blueprints and everything like that, and automatically knows how to miniaturize the arc reactor like Tony did, because built in similar conditions. It well, was, I mean, a small oh. hole. To be fair, yeah. Ivan had access to a lot more than a lot Tony more. Did. It looked like to me. Oh yeah, but <laughs> I mean, he's poor, lives in a hole in Russia somewhere. That's fair. True. So, I that's okay. So that's just what I thought. He clearly knew somebody that knew that had yeah, stuff I'm for sure him to use. So probably somebody in the Russian mob. They say later in the movie that he was a physicist too, but yeah, yeah. it's amazing how much a physicist knows. Like you got him in there doing the soldering and stuff, which fine, it's not that hard. Then he's in there blacksmithing it up. Like he's just Whoa. a pro blacksmith, Jesus. jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah, I just know what to do. Well, it, that's kind of the same beef I have with Tony later in the movie. But yeah, presumably the, the blueprints that he 
received were for the full-size arc reactor like we saw in Iron Man 1 that didn't really work that well. And then he just knew how to miniaturize it like mm-hmm. Tony did in Started the cave. Started doing all the math. And, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, he did add some pretty cool whips to it. Yeah, those were interesting. Hence the name. Whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. Still, you know, it, it did make him look pretty dope, I will say. Out of mm-hmm. out of any exoskeleton that I've ever seen. <laughs> Would you say it was cinematically pleasing? It was, no, it was very cinematically pleasing. <laughs> but but here's the thing though, it didn't leave any questions for me because no. it's pretty it's, it's a backpack type yeah. thing. Yep. I've seen Tony build an arc reactor in the desert with less. Yes. So it's all still relatable, it's all still real. <laughs> so you you can it's still within there in the modern in the in the MCU's realm of possibility. Yeah. And then shortly after that we see Stark Expo. Yep. So you've got the what are they called? The girls, the Ironettes. <laughs> yeah, that was the good. Rocket Man. Girls wearing the Iron Man suits. The Captain America cheerleaders are now. Yeah. Ironettes. Doing this, <laughs> but those girls were in the forties. So no, I know. Maybe but... their granddaughters. Yeah, yeah. It just like took me right back to that. They're watching them yes. this close together. I'm like, they have a thing for like cheerleading groups. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, Captain America didn't really choose to have his little cheerleaders. That's true. Iron Man did, and it's great. You, you get to continuously see the size of his ego every time. Getting bigger. And I'm bigger. Not, I love I'm not, that about him, dude. I'm I not, love that about him. Uh, I'm not saying the world has had its longest recorded piece of history because, because of, of me. me. Oh. I'm not saying that, but but it's not about us. It's not. It's about them. It's about what's to come. God, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, you got to admit though, his entrance was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Jumping I mean, out the was. plane. And then dodging up. fireworks. Nah, he didn't dodge all the fireworks. No, he got hit by a couple. Yeah, he's an idiot. But then, uh, <laughs> just the way he got out of his suit on stage, I thought that was pretty. That was pretty good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. It was okay. Pretty smooth. Oh come on! It was, it was okay. okay. Team Cap over there. Yep. Got to hate Iron Man now, even though that was objectively awesome. Cap. I've seen a cooler exit from a suit. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like, oh my god. I've seen a much cooler exit from a suit before. In a future movie, yes. He is a much cooler exit. Tony, yeah, I agree. I haven't even seen the movie, and I'm Tony talking about. <laughs> I, think, I think it's in the Avengers movie. When Tony exits the suit in the Avengers movie? I can't wait. Can't wait to see that. You're not no, far no. off anymore. I know. We're no. getting so close. I <laughs> think we have what? It's been really one tough. One more movie before? It's been really tough not to watch them because I have access to them, but I, I wait. I, I think we have myself. one more movie before Avengers, right? I don't remember the exact Thor. Order. I know Thor is next, but yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what's past that. Anyway, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> so when he gets off stage, he pulls out his little diabetic test set <laughs> I mean, I, his glucose meter it's a blood <laughs> tester there yes. you go that thing <laughs> that thing that toxicity he's at what 19% there <laughs> yeah so the the thing that is keeping, keeping him alive is also killing him <laughs> yep it's the palladium man sweet irony Sweet, sweet Iron Man. Sweet. There it is. <laughs> yeah, this is when we first see, you know, like the downhill slide of Tony Stark. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. yeah. And he I, goes from sweet Iron Man to sour Iron Man. Oh, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't care either. It was like, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm literally at a point where it's like, I'm out of ideas. 
I might die. No, he's he's, he's pretty much like, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to die. I'm going to die, yeah. yeah. Damn. But, I mean, like I said in the last episode, I was kind of reading through Demon in a Bottle, which I think at least some of this in this storyline was inspired by that. So, yeah, you're right. You can see, like, a little bit of his downfall in this movie. Well, mo- I mean, most of the movie's about it. His downward spiral. But, yeah, after the expo is over... I think it's in that, like, right at as he's leaving the expo, he gets the summons to DC for the uh, oh, before he the leaves Senate the Armed expo Forces with, Committee with that, <laughs> and he still makes happy take it from her because nope, he I'm, won't. You take, don't take me. In yeah, there. he does not like things being handed to him. So then they hop in the Audi. <laughs> they were already in the Audi. Yeah. Well, then they then they put the Audi in drive, <laughs> and then drive 250 miles to DC. That's accurate. It is very accurate, actually. Yes. <laughs> my, my, I, I just love that, and th- this is probably going to go into like my favorite scene. Just the way Gary Shandling and Robert Downey Jr. they're back and forth in that whole scene, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to see Terrence Howard's replacement walk in in a nice, crisp, dry cleaned Air Force uniform. Colonel Rhodes, Rip Terrence Howard. <laughs> I honestly think that the replacement has served the MCU well. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I know. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Shouldn't have been done. It's like when they replaced the mom from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, thinking nobody would notice. Oh, I noticed. I noticed. But I didn't care because, well, that character was not really that relevant to the show. <laughs> Don Cheadle is just a simply better actor. Yeah. Agreed. Even he, at least for for this oh, part, <laughs> for for this part, I I feel like oh, yeah. John Tito was a lot better. Yeah, he was in um he was in Ocean's Eleven. Man, I forget his character, but he he was yeah, like he was a, a much better an Australian guy. Traffic. Hotel Rwanda. His his body of work. Just, is all, no you, joke. all you mentioned was Ocean's Eleven. I don't watch many movies. Yeah, his so. body of work is no yeah. joke. He's, yeah, he's, he's a good, very he's talented great actor. R.I.P. The Fallen. That whole scene is just great. Yeah, I personally think the best part of that scene was when Tony hacked into the oh, the, the video, <laughs> the video feed. feed. I w- I wish they would have made Sam Rockwell's character smarter. They made him look like an idiot. I didn't like that. That's a step up from his character in the Green Mile. To be fair, well, yeah, but I'm talking. What you looking at? But, <laughs> but the but the but the actual Justin or his name? Yeah, Justin Hammer, right? Yeah, yeah. It was Justin Hammer. But the Does actual- that not sound like a WWE wrestler? Justin <laughs> Hammer! <laughs> he was supposed to be like a super awesome weapons expert. Yeah, he, he is. No, he's, looked he's, like a he, freaking idiot. Yeah, well, not, not that he looked like he looked like a weapons expert. He could easily make him that just by the way somebody talks and acts. But it's just the things that he said. He ma- sounded like an idiot. Yeah, I yeah. think I think we're supposed to get the impression that he gets nervous around Tony. Like... In general, I think he probably carries himself better. But when he gets around Tony, he starts stumbling over himself like he's on his first date. I think he's intimidated by the guy that he knows is better than him. Well, yeah. And I mean, you see that late, like um, when that reporter is kind of interviewing him. And then like right in the middle of the interview, she wants to know about Tony. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and that's uh, so. OK. But, it's like we're not, we're not competition. Like <laughs> that actually on, that, that actually leads to my favorite. So after they finish, you know, after they finish showing all uh, the whole committee meeting that they had. 
oh, after they show the videos of the failed Iron yeah. Man suits and Justin Hammer's one where it broke the he, yeah. pilot's back. And then he does his mic drop. He's like, I'll see y'all later. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And then he goes to Monaco. That falls under one of my favorite scenes when Sam Rockwell is just sitting there. Or when Tony's just sitting, they just finally get over to the bar and then just Sam Rockwell's like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere, he's like, hey, Tony. <laughs> God damn, so funny. He's just smiling. He just has the big grin, like. And I can't see you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the it's the pause that's what gets. Oh, me. they they yeah. It's just they understood. can they can imagine. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He talks to Elon Musk. He does. You know, and Elon Musk pitches him an idea that was pretty cool. Like, oh snap. <laughs> And that was before he then went on Joe Rogan's podcast and smoked a bunch of weed and <laughs> drank some he drinks. He never inhaled. He never inhaled. He's I like, mean, whatever floats his boat. So before he made his way to Monaco, that's when we're introduced to, was her like cover name? It Natalie was like Russo. Or Rushman. Was it Rushman? I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Rushman sounds right. Natalie Rushman. <laughs> that scene is great too because you know Tony and Happy are boxing in his ring down there and then take a break when Pepper and Natalie walk in <laughs> Happy's trying to mansplain some boxing over oh, here gosh. he do his little Tybo little booty boot camp yes this is great <laughs> this is awesome first mistake never turn your back never uh, take your eye off the opponent and then boom your ass is on the, on the ground <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's reaction to Happy getting slammed on his ass, I think, like, That's actually, great. I like I like all of her freakouts in this movie because they're, they're so hilarious. <laughs> but she, what are you doing? Tony just kind of nonchalantly was just like, oh, man. and oh. But she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 but it, it fits with Pepper because Pepper is very high strung because look who she has to babysit all the fucking time. Iron Man. It's hard to babysit that type of person. And I'm just going to say we're movie number two into Iron Man's you know story arc here. And I still have yet to see a reason why I should dislike Pepper. You shouldn't have a reason to dislike Pepper. There are people I, that I dislike don't... Pepper? Yeah, yes, a lot of there people are a do. ton of people that hate on Pepper Potts. Yeah. And I never... Oh, it's nobody never... that listens to this show. <laughs> right? well, I if mean, you do, if stop do, listening. Yeah, no, keep yeah. listening. If they do, I mean, keep listening, no. but I disagree with but you Pepper's and awesome. I love Pepper. Yeah, I thought <laughs> she's cool. Like, I got no issue with her. I think people really soured on her in three because there was just a ton of her. But again, I don't know. You know, she was, she's fine. That's well, Tony's love interest, so yeah, yeah like can. that's gonna make sense that she'll be around. So yeah, I liken it to if you've seen Breaking Bad, a lot of people hated the wife in that show, and it's like if you go back and you actually think about it, she's like kind of the the heroine of the whole show because he turns bad, she's the one trying to keep him straight, but because it's set up to where you're kind of rooting for the jerk, people didn't like her either, and I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Pepper. She's the one trying to keep Wild Man at bay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's like, no, she doesn't let him just, you know, while out and party. So it's it's the same uh, type of thing there. Yeah. Side note here, I watched Breaking Bad all the way up until the middle of the last season, and I just stopped. Why? Oh, let him tell you why. There was a scene in that show where Jesse and Walter are talking because 
Jesse was over his house for dinner and the conversation was something about why Walt got into it or I don't really remember now, but I mean, from what I remember, you basically summed it up by saying he had gotten too evil. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that was the gist of it. Yeah. Did you expect him to revert back? I didn't know what to expect, but it was like one of the few times where I could point to a scene in a show like that where I was like, did you that's the point at which I don't care about you anymore. <laughs> and so there's no reason to watch this. Side side note. It's the same way with me and Walking Dead. I start yeah, walking I get- after the third season because it's like, all right, cool. Zombies, find a location, survive, drama, overran, new place. Survive, drama, new people, zombies overrun. New place. I couldn't get past the third episode of that. Going back to this. Yeah, getting back to Iron Man. I feel like Pepper two. Potts right now. <laughs> Reel them in. You're just trying to keep us Now on everyone's going to turn on you. Well done. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> and they've already turned on me. I really wanted to hear about. what you had to say about season four. <laughs> I wonder if they got overran this time. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to start a Breaking Bad podcast and a. No, we don't. No, no, we don't. We don't. No, we All right, don't. get back to the podcast we are on. Anna Potts <laughs> is going to bring us back. <laughs> oh, man. And I just want to say, like, we already mentioned the scene where he hacks into the, the video stream, but then the tech that he has is really what I'm referring to. So the little phone that he has to hack into the video stream, and then he just goes up to the end table, taps on it twice, and there's the internet. He just downloaded the TV. He's like, hold on real quick. But no, in the in the in the boxing scene when he gets out of the ring with Happy right before he Happy got knocked on his ass. Yeah. You know, he just sits down and double taps the oh, yeah. the top of the table. Yeah. <laughs> you his what tech is amazing. Oh yeah. I want it. Well it's all realistic. I don't know what I would do with any of it. It's all very realistic. You but can, I want yeah. it. It's feasible, you can do it. Hell yeah, just to have a table, it's like they they have that type of product out there already where it is that type of computer but it is hella expensive well they got i mean they have or at least last time i looked at it so it's this thing you ever seen you see minority report yeah i want i want all that ubiquitous ubiquitous computing it's just stuff where i can't wait yeah it's gotta be coming soon they make they make fridge they make fridges that detect what's in there and what's running low and then it's like hey maybe you should think about ordering more cheese i need one of those (laughs) they're great (laughs) Which now brings us to Monaco. <laughs> Which, as I said, is one of my favorite parts. Yes. Just like the, the, the idea that Tony would just walk up to his Formula One driver, which I can't imagine he would even have much to do with that part of his company. No, I doubt it. But he's just going to yoke the driver out and be like, hey, yo. I'm, I want to hey, drive. Take it out. Now, I don't know anything about Formula One. Was that like a major race? It, like, yeah, I don't, Monaco is a major race. I don't know anything each, about it. Each, yeah, each F1 race is a major race. Fair enough. I don't know anything each, about yeah, it. Yeah, each F1. Because they, they only have like 16 races or 32 races. It's a lot less than 32. I know at least at minimum 16 races throughout the whole season. Oh, okay. So, so the idea that Tony would just yoke this driver yeah. about the car. Yeah. Can you imagine like... No, I couldn't. Because I would be, I would, I would be, be furious I would be being the driver. And I mean, granted, later on in the race, he's got to be like, "Whew, <laughs> yeah, oh, dodge a bullet on that one." I'm sorry, I got mad. Sorry. I am writing I am, him a Christmas card. Yep, I'm still getting paid though, right? 
that brings us to the next Pepper freak out. You know, after Whiplash has already like pretty much stopped the race, yeah. and then her and Happy slam the, the car into which him. I think. Well, well, hold on. Before we continue, I think that's cool how he made his entrance though into that. Yeah, he's wearing like the emergency uniform. He just went like all of a sudden, God, just big barrel chest. Not one person went. That looks fishy. Yo. Like, uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it was it was cool how it like kind of burned off. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, yeah. like in almost everything, I tend to like the villains in movies and uh, TV shows. And his introduction as Whiplash in that in that scene was epic. Yeah, like oh, it was yeah. really really good. Yeah, like to see the the contraption he had built in its full form by it, like you said, burning off the clothing he was wearing to mm-hmm. see it, and then extending the whips like. It's pretty yeah. dope. It was it like, was on point. Right, that's cool. Watch now them I, I cut do, cars in half. Yeah, I do feel like after Happy hit him, backed up, hit him again, backed up, hit him again, backed up, hit him again. Yeah, you should like, have. How you you should have you should you should be in a lot more pain. Because I'm I'm are. sitting here trying to like think about how the suit was on him. It really was just it, his upper half. Yeah, yeah, I think that was more adrenaline than anything else. But something should have been broken. Well, he was, was he was it looks it was cinematically satisfying. Yeah, I, I just nailed it. I had to head it off before nailed it came. It. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we got that out of the way, like, how in the hell does a person survive that? That's what I want to know. Well, not Adrenaline. only how does he survive that, but how do they survive that in the car? Like, if he's got yeah. these, you know, electric whips that he's just whipping cars in half with, is he that inaccurate where he couldn't at t- point blank range the tires? His tires grounded <laughs> out <true>. every <laughs> single time. <laughs> It's the tires. It's those Yokohamas. Well, I don't. They weren't exactly electric, though. It doesn't matter. It was the. I I get that. Well, I mean, it was. But it was. It was being powered by the arc reactor, which isn't exactly electricity. It's just a form of energy. I. You know what? I. I actually did some reading on the feasibility of the arc reactor in real life, and minus a couple like, uh, comic book magic tricks. I mean, it was it was a Gizmodo article from a while ago, and I'll I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode at collectorpodcast.com. There it is. Waiting for the point. haven't said it in a while. I know we got to we got to have a regimen every seven minutes. <laughs> no, oh my but, god, too many links. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm an electronics guy by trade, and it definitely looked like electricity to me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just saying because it is being powered by something that's not electricity. It's a different form of energy. Well, I mean, I always got the impression that it was just a different way to generate electricity, not that it was just a totally different form of energy. Now, when you're talking no. about now, when you're talking about his repulsor technology, then yeah, that's, no, that's yeah. a the different arc form reactor of itself is a separate form of energy, and they actually touch on that later in this movie. Because it Fury mentioned something about starting a what did he say energy race? Yeah, yeah, but I mean he he also mentioned nuclear nuclear and power, but that also just generates electricity. He was yeah. talking about his dad had created something that could power more than a nuclear power plant. It's still, sure, but it, I mean that doesn't mean it's not electricity. Yeah. Is all I'm it getting. Gen- at. It just generates it, it generates electricity for a longer period of time without it basically Fair. you get more output than you input there yeah. so i still think it's electricity but tell us what you think <laughs> yeah is it electricity because i don't know give, give us some fan theory i don't even yeah. think the um collectors podcast.com 
I don't even think that Gizmodo article that I was talking about says whether it's electricity or not. It might. I don't know. But uh, that's another one of my favorite Pepper moments where she's just like flipping the hell out. Ah, yes. <laughs> Give me the football. She's trying to pass the the suit to Tony, but she can't get it to him because Happy won't stop the damn car. <laughs> so, according to the MCU wiki, Vanko designed and constructed an exoskeleton with two electrified whips, which okay. could cut through almost anything, which were powered by a miniature arc reactor. Thanks, young All Jamie. Right. Gotcha, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> You're welcome, Joe. Actually, no. If I'm if I'm Jamie, I don't really say much. <laughs> I'll just look it up and project it on the wall for you. We need to get a TV hookup in here, yeah. so we just pull it up. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be awesome. That was a reference to the Joe Rogan podcast. But- oh, and here's another awesome entrance for Tony coming into the suit as Iron Man. Oh, this is so great. Yeah, it was one of the cooler entrances as Iron Man. But <laughs> here's another thing about that. Like, obviously, he's got to have time to suit up and get it all mm. you know, out and everything, but... Vanko at that point is free of the car. He, what is he just standing there watching this happen? Arms crossed, just like, all right, bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till you got your sword before we start at it again. He's a fair man. Yeah, true. It's just it's a gentlemanly battle. Or it could be the pain from getting hit by the car or slowing him down. Or it's cinematically pleasing. Yes, <laughs> we're learning. <laughs> if we've learned one thing in five episodes, cinematically pleasing. <laughs> It's always any 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 continuity error. It's yep. like it's like when you watch like Cinematic, the um Sailor Moon and they turn into the Sailor Scouts. Is the villain really standing there just You know what? Them? My my girls do a Sailor Moon podcast and I have never watched it. Do you have a link for that? No, not, not yet. yet not yet. It's not, not, it's not, not out there yet. Not live yet. Not but they've already yet. started recording, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. They bought two episodes. So soon then. enough we'll have a link for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It will be at SailorMoonPodcast.com. There you I'm, go. I can't believe I was able to even buy that domain, but here we are. That was a thing still? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I was like, done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also bought MCUPodcast.com, okay. so you could get to our website from MCUPodcast.com as well, because right. it nice. just forwards it right on to yeah. the right place. Perfect. That's like our tiny URL. <laughs> <laughs> back, back to the movie. Yes. <laughs> Got a pepper pots it over here. Oh, that time Bobby was. Pepper. I know. Surprisingly, king of sidetracks. All right, over here. No, Bobby has somewhere to be tonight. That's accurate. Just so, so you all know, yeah. that is why Bobby is 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 so, straightforward so, tonight. So, so when, going. When, when the when the show gets better, you'll know that I've left. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we Bobby may have to duck out early yeah, on so. this one. So anyway. if he's not present at the end, he's got to go see Pet Cemetery. Oh my god. I'll give you a I'll give you a little description the next time I see y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> Moving on. Oh yeah, and so right before all this, a reference to the Ten Rings is in there. Where at? It's how <laughs> Ivan is, gets this is to so funny though. Because it, it's not like even mentioned in the movie at all about who the guy is that gives him the papers that give him the ability to be a Monaco. Mm-hmm. It's just some Asian guy that does it. You know the name on the name on the passport. You know whose name it is. I do not. It's Boris. I forgot. I forgot what the last name is. Yeltsin. Is it Yeltsin? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. No, <laughs> but I, the, I didn't the catch na- with the name. The name is Boris something, and it's a. Uh, he was the Crimson Tide in the magazine, in the Iron Man magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Cute. Cute. Of, That's neat. 
little, little Easter egg. A little fun. There's so, always those little Easter eggs. Oh yeah, just, there's a couple in this movie that are pretty good. Yeah, and I mean honestly, in well, the MCU in general, it's you 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 can try hard as you might, you're not going to catch all of them. No, because that's everywhere. one you blink and oh you miss yeah, it. they're everywhere. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, gotta love it. But so after Iron Man suits up, he kicks his ass per ob, ob, Iron Man's usual obs obs. You know, of course. He does. So here comes the ego again. Yes. He gets a little bit more of an ego. Ivan goes to jail. He tells oh, him, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he tells him, like, hey, maybe you need to up those. It was yeah. a couple cycles low, and uh, maybe you need to. You got to double about. cycle something. Double it, the cycles. got to do another rap. Yeah. Whatever it was. It's just like, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, he thinks he's going to be dead. Of course. Because, you know, or, or, or imprisoned least, yeah, forever. Or at least in jail forever. Yeah. You know. So you see Ivan in jail. Tony goes and talks to him. Then him and Pepper are on the plane, and Tony doesn't want to go home. Yeah, he he's trying super to... depressed because <laughs> he, well, he's about to die, and he knows it. Yeah, and he's trying to convince Pepper to just go somewhere else, yeah, cancel go. the birthday party. Let's go to Europe. Fuck it, let's go. But she's not having it because now she's CEO, and she's got to handle all the shit. Yeah. We skip right over that. Well, that was the whole reason Natalie was there to get Tony's thumbprint to make Pepper CEO. But we got sidetracked because Breaking she's hot. Breaking Bad and Walking Dead and <laughs> she's hot. <laughs> I mean, Pepper did say she'd be a really expensive uh, harassment suit if Tony didn't stop ogling her. <laughs> I so, can't say I wouldn't be doing the same thing. So You did say that. Yes. Like. Ten minutes ago, you did. <laughs> so the exact same thing. Now we're just going around in circles here. Okay. Uh, so when they get back home, that's when Tony looks up Ivan and all that stuff and finds out about his dad. Yeah. Basically, what happens is Anton Vanko and Howard Stark were working on the arc reactor project, yeah. and apparently Anton was spying for the Russians or something like that. And got deported, kicked off the project, all that stuff. Siberia. Probably. Drunken fueled rage. Vodka fuel rage. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ivan quote. was roped into something, too, and he wound up going to jail for 15 years. Yeah, he was selling uh, weapons-grade plutonium or something like that to, I forget what country. In his defense, that's how all Russians make a living. All Russian Russian physicists make money. <laughs> yeah, they just sell weapons grade nuclear plutonium. Yeah, but that that's when you find out Ivan was also a physicist. But again, yeah. I'll go back to that doesn't magically make you an expert at blacksmithing <laughs> or <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> Which I, I I think I was reading on the wiki that like those treason and spying charges may have been trumped up because of some falling out Could him be. and Howard had. Yeah. Which which would explain even more why Ivan's mad. Because if it was just a case of, I'm a fucking spy and you caught me, to me, that's You're not... You're not going to get that mad. No. I mean, you might get you mad. Got caught. Well, yeah, you got caught. Yeah. So you, you might you might not uh, be that mad. But uh, if you find out those charges were trumped up for whatever reason, then I could definitely see why Ivan... You wanted to wanted to kill Tony's uh, legacy because yeah. you find out in the jail scene. I'm not here to kill you. I mean that would have been cool, but I'm here to make God bleed. 
Yeah. Then people will stop believing in him. Yep. Which leads us now to him breaking out of jail. Those are some hella good potatoes. Yes! Explosive. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite potatoes. No, it it was kind of cool to see, like, the fluidity of it. He got the meal. All of a sudden, the next person's in there with the same numbers on his jumpsuit. Looks very similar to him. Just like, oh, snap. Definitely right. not hard to pay off guards in Russian prisons. Or they weren't in Russian prisons. They were in Spanish prisons. Spanish prison. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Not that hard to pay off Spanish prison guards, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just crazy to see how, like, fluid it all was. Because normally in something like that, you see somebody stumble or hesitate. Uh. Like, it took Ivan less than a minute to figure out what was going on. Oh, Knock the other guy unconscious so we didn't have to worry about him trying to run. Well, well, I mean, with a, a note. Right. Well, it, all it said was enjoy the potatoes. Also, when you, when you grab plastic explosives. <laughs> well, sure. It doesn't have, it doesn't have a mashed <laughs> potato. Like, see, that happened. <laughs> but, but that happened before the other person came in. Well, yeah, but he knew he was getting out. Sure, but having that extra wheel. But, yeah, she's right, though, like. Just the fact that he was able to put it all together that yeah. quickly, it, it was it was pretty cool to see that happen. Yeah, just Our the, expert the amount blacksmith physicist, <laughs> just, kung fu master, the amount of intelligence that was there just to that quickly put it all together and know what to do. Tony would have put it together faster. Yeah. He would have already been knocking the guy as soon as he came in the gate. Right. <laughs> oh, enjoy the potatoes. Oh shit! I didn't even know how I was getting out of here. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the guard just casually laying the key there and there was only one guard that came up to him that didn't know he was supposed to be out there and he just instantly snapped the fucker's neck yeah that was a little intense for me really (laughs) oh yeah that the The sound (laughs) the sound gets me every time (laughs) so then we find out that it was hammer time over there breaking him out yes he he drags them to a airplane right. hangar. Yeah, private private uh, hangar. Sitting there with a meal. Fanciness. Then he's saying all that stuff to him, and Vanko just replies to him in Russian. He's like, "Did you even?" Like, I really hope you understand. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to get a translator? <laughs> but like, if he didn't know English, like he would understand what that meant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, Vanko okay. knew what he wanted at that point. Yeah. Give me bird. I want my bird. Give me bird. <laughs> I want my bird. Bird. Yes, the bird. Even better later when he gets a bird. He's like, this is not my bird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get attached. Do you know uh, Do you know whose hangar they were in? Elon Musk. Elon Musk's hangar. Oh, so that was oh a, really? That was, that was SpaceX hangar. Oh, nice. That's probably yeah. why Elon was in the movie then. Yep. They were like, hey, let us use your facility. You could be in the movie. We'll give you like a 30 second part. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do I have any lines? Four. <laughs> that works. I got an idea for a chair. But you're not getting paid for them. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you're, no, you're letting us use your facility for free. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been a tunnel, but. Damn they were in the wrong city for that, though. Damn liberals. Yeah. <laughs> well, then uh, Hammer goes to show Ivan. His prototypes. The hammeroids? Yeah, the hammeroids. <laughs> yes. 
That come, that that description yeah. comes later, but it's, it's the great description. <laughs> I'm having a hemorrhoid attack. <laughs> but I I like how he Hammer freaks out when Ivan's up there messing with it, and he's like, "Oh, they're worth whatever millions of dollars." Million dollars Pulls the head off. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, god." Oh, so you can't. Touch oh. He's like, oh no, no, don't don't go on the computer just until we get some encrypted, encrypted passwords pass- for you. Uh, oh, oh, can we can we get some uh, passwords for oh, him? Oh, just, nope, just never, kidding. Never mind. Just, he's, no, he's never mind. the pause that he goes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, so so now he's a expert blacksmith, a physicist, and computer a hacker. computer hacker. All the things, honey. He could do all the things. Damn, he Mary had a lot Sue. of spare time. Yep. Damn, Mary you know Sue. So just how easily he pops the helmet off. It's not not a well built machine as no, we saw. No, as we had previously seen during <laughs> no, Stark's No, no, no. In addition to all of other Mickey Rourke's talents in this film, he's also insanely strong. <laughs> I mean, those are bolted. Yeah, I you, he had a lot of spare time. Super soldier serum. <laughs> <laughs> those heads were actually bolted. But down. It, it, I thought, like going back to what I said earlier about Hammer being intimidated by Tony. I think this was yet another example of that, right? Like, he's kind of lived this life where he thinks he's top dog and everything, and somebody comes in who's just running circles around him, and you can see how uncomfortable, how uncomfortable he is. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. he gets very, very awkward around him. So that's just who he is when he sees somebody that's better than him in anything. Because yep. yep. to be fair, it's probably rather rare for him. Well, I mean, Hammer, to me, is like just the slick used car salesman, like, yeah, he could talk a good game, Which, and, he, and, and he, you know what? That really comes into play later in the movie too. Yeah, and he's you know he's hired a bunch of smart people yep. to work for him to work yeah. for him. So he gets to pitch stuff. That's yeah. That, that's, a, that's that's he's the literally per- the face, but he's not the brains. Oh yeah, well, yeah, and that goes back to what you said earlier about how they made him not so smart. Yeah, that's why he because in the comics he's. Hyper intelligent. He's he's on the same level as Tony Stark. He lacks that one small thing that makes Tony Stark Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. He has the same amount of resources. He has the same intelligence as Tony Stark. Doesn't have the bravado. Yeah, exactly. So he. Well, it depends on it depends on the venue. Well, he's more about he, money. He he wants to make money. Sure, that's, that's what it is. I mean, Tony was like that too, though, before his uh, trip to Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Until someone until someone does their pilgrimage to Afghanistan, then you're not gonna find yourself. Did you find yourself on your pilgrimage to Afghanistan? I went twice. Still couldn't find. Neither it. time did you find it. The first time wasn't so bad. Second not- time almost died, but perfect. You know, self infliction. But you're count. here. I'm here. Self infliction doesn't count. Oh well, I didn't almost die then. <laughs> Speaking of self-destructive behaviors, Tony Stark goes to throw his birthday bash anyway. First off, RIP DJ AM. For sure. I didn't even realize it was him. And we, yeah. we talked about it earlier when I first got here, and I, I didn't even notice him. And I'm a huge Travis Barker fan, like pretty much every band the dude's ever been in. However, and, uh, He did some work with DJ AM, so it was, it was really cool to see that that was him. However, yeah. the conversation that... Tony and Natasha had before Natalie. going into the. She's known as Natalie still at that point. Uh, fine, <laughs> Natalie, that they have. She's basically egging him on to indulge in whatever bullshit he wants to. Well, well no, she, think about the whoever question. he wants. Well, think about the question he asked. If you knew this was the last birthday you were gonna have, she gave the honest answer. What would you do? 
And it also kind of sounded like she was wanting him to make some moves on her. I know. I would do it. Yes. She she was kind of egging him on and trying to build that sexual tension between the two of them. But that's not really that hard to do with Tony Stark because... He could be a pencil sharpener. <laughs> well, before his before pilgrimage Pepper. to Afghanistan... Yeah. He probably would have been all about that. Yep. I still feel like she was trying to see if Tony Stark's old habits were still there. Well, once you put it in the context with the rest of the film, yeah, you're probably right. But like as you're watching it for the first time, you're just like, yeah. Well, and you got to remember, like, she's, as you find out later, she is there to evaluate him. Yeah. She wants to see what is like. What is Tony Stark? Is he Avenger worthy? Yes. Is he worthy of being on this boy band team, as he puts it? Apparently not. Well, her final report. No, no, no. That you know, but there was conflicting answers there. Once he got out into the party and started drinking in yeah. his Iron Man suit. Started- oh yeah. That scene was so awkward. It was. But, I mean, when you see somebody doing that kind of behavior or acting like that, you know they're acting out because he's dying. Yeah. He literally has nothing to hold on to at that moment. Right. Well, we were talking about it earlier that, you know, it's kind of like they wanted to show this depressive, like, alcoholic rage that he was going through. But in a movie that even though it's PG-13, they still ultimately and very blatantly want these movies to be viewable by younger folks, not necessarily children, children, but, you know, younger people. I think they were kind of caught in this catch-22 that how do you show that without it feeling insanely dark? And I think that's one of the reasons he was in his suit rather than just being Tony, you know, added like a humor to it that he was in the suit and just had the face mask open. I think there was a lot that they kind of had to tiptoe around with that scene. That's probably what made it feel a little awkward is they couldn't just go all the way and show this kind of dark, dark scene of, you know, this man facing his last birthday on a, on a binger, basically. Exactly. They had to kind of try to make it humorous. Yeah. And then of course with Rhodey showing up. Yeah. Is Helen Pepper, she needs to handle it or he's going to handle it, Mm -hmm. which. Of course she wasn't going to be able to handle that. She tried. The dude is hammered. In his in Iron his Man Iron suit. Man yes. suit. <laughs> but normally Pepper has a lot of control. Well, I'm just saying, like, you get me wasted to that level, you ain't doing nothing yes. for me without some kind of physical force. And then to and add on top of that. even with the physical force, then it's I, not always possible. Well, I don't drink no more, so we ain't got to worry about that. I know. But <laughs> on top of that, I'm in an Iron Man suit, too. Nah. Unstoppable, bruh. But if he's in an Iron Man suit. I'm just, and you need to stop him. No, I'm just saying. What does one do? I'm just saying. What 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 did Pepper think she was going to do at that point? Well, like, she thought maybe you know just stepping up and being assertive, which normally would work for Tony. You know, Pepper is assertive, tells him no. Usually, Tony listens. But, but take into the account, Tony. <laughs> yeah, taking into account that he is completely trashed at this point. God only knows how much he's actually had to drink. He's like, you know what? Yeah, party's over. But after party, you'll start like now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if somebody, Pepper, doesn't like it, the door's over there, (laughs) you know, and blasts out his window. You can't reason with a person like that. Nope. So that's why Rhodey took it into his own hands. Yeah, as probably everybody in this room can attest to. Can't (laughs) 
<laughs> you can't reason with somebody like that. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> you cannot. Uh, yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, that he's holding this party and all these people are there and dancing and having a good time. And he's just like shooting lethal weapons inches above their head. Yep, and they're yeah. This is awesome. This is like, so I'm cool. sorry. It's a light show. I've had I've had some drunken episodes myself, but once you start firing lethal weapons above my head, the the party's over for me. I'm gonna see myself out. Yeah, and no one there seemed to mind that. In fact, I, they were yeah, encouraging yeah, yeah, it totally. by throwing stuff up in the air <laughs> yep. for them to shoot. Yep, I'm good. I've only been around one lethal weapon going off while I was intoxicated, and I'll never do it again. Not me. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I was living in a bad area at the time, okay? It was like I just a wanted to get that over. across to the people listening so they didn't think that you were talking about me. No, 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 not him. This is long before I met the you. The most lethalist weapon I've ever had in my possession while drinking was a cast. That can be pretty lethal. I'm just saying... <laughs> But yeah, no, and I, I do like how Rhodey handled it. Oh, yeah. He went down, grabbed another suit, and said, uh, I'm only going to say this once, out. Oh, yeah, and then DJ AM, give me a beat. So <laughs> give me a good beat to beat my friend's ass to. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> it's great. And then in bum, the midst bum, of all this bum, happening, the, uh, DJ AM is just like, okay, play. Well, he's like cowering behind the the laptop, but he's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> another one bites the dust. Uh. I will say the baby enjoyed that. <laughs> she, oh yeah, she was. She, she was, was smiling and laughing to that one. Yeah, well, I mean that fight scene was pretty good too. Like, it was. They're just tearing Tony's house apart. At the very end, you kind of see something interesting happen though, because both of them. Yeah, when wow. when Tony is like, hey, bro, shoot. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot. Tony, oh, don't no. do it. That, and that, that's when you hear, like, through an offhand comment, Tony makes that same conversation. Tony was like, you want to be a war machine? Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, they did, and it caused a huge explosion, yeah. which I actually wasn't expecting the first time I watched it. I wasn't expecting something like that to happen. It's almost like uh, Ghostbusters don't cross the streams. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought, too. But as we'll find out in the future in this movie, that, that same it's move crucial. will serve them well. <laughs> so it was good that they found that out on accident. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so right after that, we get what I kind of, in this film, attribute to being like the interlude. It's almost where the movie takes a whole big shift where... Tony's had his little drunken binger. He's recovering. He's depressed. He's sad. He's angry. He's, you know, all Sitting these in things. Sitting a donut. Yeah, just like... <laughs> Hanging out in the donut, eating <laughs> yeah, donuts. Yeah, man. He's just miserable. And... I want to sit in a donut eating donuts. Yeah. In an Iron Man suit. Yep. Yeah, I'd do it in an Iron Man suit. But Nick Fury comes along and... Vacate the donut. Gives him the... the <laughs> come on down here and talk to me. And, you know, it's kind of a cool moment. He gives him some of his dad's stuff and starts to let him know there's a bigger thing going on. And, you know, there's a bigger purpose. And... You kind of get the you, you, so you've seen the gradual fall through the first half of the film of Tony, and now it's it's time to see him pick himself back up. Yeah, yeah. and it really did kind of feel like the whole movie. 
Um, if I remember correctly, I think they even did a fade to black right before that scene. After it, it, it did like a, a cinematic fade to black, and then it came back with him up there, and it did have that feel of you know if that had been a TV show, that was coming back from commercial, yeah, right. So you know it was like the new Tony and getting picked up. So I, I liked how they they yeah. incorporated that. And I do like how Fury told him, "You haven't tried everything to fix that arc reactor yeah. yet," yeah. which kind of is like the prelude into him mm-hmm. finding more information from his dad's stuff. Right. Well, I mean, you see, uh, I mean, just to touch on it briefly, that's when we finally find out. Oh, yeah, that Natalie is not Natalie. She's Natasha Romanoff. Yeah. And she is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. But further than that, going on what you said, Steve, after he gets his dad's stuff and Colson threatens to tase him if he left the premises, once he gets that message from his dad, you see, like, He's got a renewed purpose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then sets to destroying his house even more. Yeah, because we kind of, we didn't necessarily mention that, but that's another thing that, you know, it wasn't just that he was dying, but, you know, he also seemed to have this impression that his dad really didn't care about him. Yeah. Yeah. And and that scene put that to rest. He got to see that his dad actually did care in his own way. Probably not the way he wanted, but his dad did care. Yeah, because Tony used to believe that his dad cared more about finding Captain. Yeah. that That's practically where the whole dislike came mm-hmm. from was, you know, Howard Stark was obsessed with trying to find Captain America mm-hmm. and doing all of that, progressing what he had already started with the super soldier serum and everything else that Tony kind of felt left out. And unwanted because he wasn't Steve Rogers. He wasn't the super soldier. Oh, shut up. When you could be Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) You're not either, so shush. You don't know my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honey, no. I I do. (laughs) How are you just going to act like that in front of all these listeners? For all my friends. It's not an act. It's going to embarrass me for all my friends. See about that. That's fair. The accurate part of that is that he said all his friends and there's one other person in the room. No, I meant everybody listening too. All his friends. Yes. Tony, he starts tearing down walls, tearing up floors to build. Yeah, after he has the epiphany that. Well, it wasn't really an epiphany. He... Well, this is after he goes and visits Pepper. With the strawberries that she's With the strawberries to. that she's allergic to. <laughs> you know, she tells But at least mom, he had the connection. Yeah. At least tried. he had the connection between he, those. He said it was progress. There was a, He at least knew there was a connection between Pepper and the strawberries. He just couldn't remember what it was. But um, he takes the the model of the, what was it, the city? Well, it was the, it was the expo layout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he digitizes it and, you know. Yeah, see, I want that. I want that computer. I don't know what I would use that for at all, but I want the Minecraft. ability to do that. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, once he does that and he's like, all right, we'll remove this, remove that. Oh, snap. I see what dad was trying to show me now. He left behind all these clues. Here's a brand new element. I'm well, going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm going to make something new. So again, 
at least at this point in the franchise, I don't think it really talks about Tony's level of education. I mean, obviously he's a genius level guy, but now he's building particle accelerators in his basement. Well, it's not really in his basement. I think he kind of built that in the middle of his living room. I got the impression that was his workshop, but Oh, was it his workshop? Oh yeah, it was because he cut through the uh the flammable <laughs> cabinet. Mm. I was waiting for it to explode. I know, I thought I I mean I thought that was the sole reason why they showed the, the well, flame locker in there. It it may not have been full because Tony does use all, all of his stuff all the time. Yeah, but that whole scene, Steve, was cinematically pleasing. You're damn right it was. <laughs> I Especially... do think it was funny when Coulson came and he's like, what's this? Why do you have this? And it looks like a piece of cap shield. And he's like, oh, that that's perfect. Lift the coil, mm-hmm. shoves it under. Like you do with cap shield, because who cares oh, about Steve Rogers? <laughs> yeah, I think after that, they probably use it as a doorstop. Yeah. 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 It but it wasn't purpose. it wasn't actually Captain Shield. So no. Yeah, I, I was, me and you, Anna, were talking about that earlier. and like I didn't know what that was from. I didn't no, know I if didn't it was either. just one of the pieces from the expo or just a random article from his father that he got in that box of stuff. Well, I mean, obviously there's some significance to it. Otherwise, Coulson wouldn't have been like, where'd you get this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It could have been that the stuff from his dad. Yeah, yeah. but Coulson know, knew that Tony... Well, it wouldn't have been in Coulson the box. Coulson gave him the stuff. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been in the box. It would have no. been. It might have been part of the expo. I think uh, it was part of the expo diorama type thing, yeah. whatever yeah. model. I think it was. I don't. I don't remember it was just, seeing it on there. Yeah, but, it was just weird that Coulson put any. Um, but Coulson is a diehard Captain America fan, as you later find out. I love Coulson. No, oh, that's. I'm gonna say now, that now. I know mm-hmm. why you like Coulson so much. No, Coulson is badass on his own, and you will see why in, like, two movies. Because you guys are, like, cap BFFs and stuff. <laughs> Diehard cap fans. Blah. No, I don't... No. <laughs> Coulson is amazing on his own. That's fair. You will see why I like Coulson so much in a couple movies. They never mentioned what the element's called. I'm sure they might later, but... But if it was a new element, like, Tony would have been the one to name yeah. it. Yeah. Unless his dad had already named it, but... I mean, I his dad had discovered it. Yeah. You know... But didn't have the technology. Been dead for so long, it. he's still taking me to school. Yeah, that was that was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of showed so. him at peace with his relationship with his father. Yeah. And then, nice. of course, you know, while Tony's doing all that, we've got Rhodey with the other suit heading over to an Air Force base. Yeah. And they you call get to see a B two and a C seventeen and a F twenty two and a F sixteen. All right, Mister Airplane Sounds Man, like you've done this before. I was in the Air Force. I, it was, you know, they don't have too many movies where the Air Force is like the focus point. Mm-hmm. So when I do see a movie and it's Air Force heavy in, yeah. a, in a positive light, right? Yeah, because the only other movies are like, oh, this this jet just dropped bomb on some bombs on friendlies and stuff. You'll but. like Captain Marvel when you get to that, then. But no, Rhodey brings the suit to the Air Force base, and they call in Hammer to arm it because he is now their weapons person. Well, I mean, he was before. Yeah. Well, Stark was before. 
Stark stopped doing that though in when he Iron got back Man from, One. Yeah, he got back from Afghanistan. So, so when Hammer this takes took place over, like six months after that. Yeah. So Hammer comes in. He's showing him all these guns. You know. <laughs> Brody's just do, not I, giving him any reaction. I do love that face. He's like, you know, here's the nine millimeter, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I can see, uh, you know, let's just put that to the side. Here's the M, blah, 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 that, blah, 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 blah. I think he just gets intimidated by anybody who's like no, confident. He, no, he seemed pretty much in his element there until like the end. And he was just like, give me something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't read you. But, but he brings up the one. The ex-wife. <laughs> we could bust the bunker under the bunker you just busted. <laughs> yeah. And Rody's just like, I'll take okay. it. Okay. I'll take it. I want all of it. Which one? All of it. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be a war machine, you might as well have the tools to do it, right? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So then you get to see the put together suit at the, uh, the expo that's still going on. Yep. And, uh, that was another cool scene, well, like the just the the way Hammer that. was acting. Before that, you you have Hammer calling Ivan, saying, "Hey, I've got the senator here." Oh yeah, can we uh come check out the suits? Presentation, not a demonstration. What's what's the difference? <laughs> salute. I make them salute. Yeah, but you know he's. And like you guys had mentioned earlier with the bird and don't get attached, he turned the suits into drones. Yeah. So, you know, he's like doing all this work, making them all drones. And then at the expo, they debut the drones. Mm hmm. So, you know, you've got drones for each branch. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Just the Then you have the one man suit. The way each song flowed into the next for all the branches, like fight songs or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember yours? Off we go into the wild blue yonder. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember mine. Jeez. You know, <laughs> but, um, you know, and then you get to really see Rhodey as War Machine. Not Warhammer as I. War Machine. In a, in a part of this show that you're you not going to hear. never hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and then, of course, Tony makes his appearance because he is realized because he got a phone call from Ivan. Hey, buddy. Hey, oh, yeah. Thanks for giving me that info, brah. Yeah. Works yeah. real good now. <laughs> I'm going to do what your family did to me so long ago in 40 minutes. Yep. So Tony shows up. Tries Shouldn't to... have tipped him off, man. Shouldn't have tipped him well, off. Well, he tries Bad to talk idea. to Rhodey about it. He's like, you know, you got to trust me. You got you to gotta believe me. Rhodey don't want to hear nothing. You well, know. I mean, Rhodey's kind of caught. In between a rock and a hard place because he is a high ranking officer, like yeah. Lieutenant Colonel. That's no, you know. He didn't a, get there just bullshitting around. Yeah. And so, you know, he's got responsibility to the service and then, you know, he wants to do right by his friend, but not doing right by the service will get you locked up. Yeah. And Leavenworth and stuff. So he's like, man, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at, and and with how Tony had been conducting himself as well, had not 
oh, done yeah. him any favor. That's true because Rhodey wasn't around for the whole uh, recovery and epiphany and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, because Tony was under lockdown at his home. Well, by I, Shield. I mean, I wrote I don't even think Rhodey knew that though, because no. that happened no. the next day after Rhodey had left. Yeah. But, but you know, Rhodey's like, well, I don't know, I don't know, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what's going on. Suits acting on its own. <laughs> you're fucked. Absolutely. That's a you're good. you're about to have a bad time, my man. Yep. <laughs> and leads into the. Tony fighting with the drones and Rhodey while good old Natalie and Happy are fighting over who's driving. That was oh, funny. Yeah. And then, I enjoyed that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Just watching Fuck. her let let loose on them dudes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. Like, I think that was one of the best scenes with Happy. I love Happy, too. He's like, I got him. And he turns around. And there's like six other guys laid on the floor that she's already kicked their asses. So I... My only experience with Scarlett Johansson before this movie was in the movie Ghost World, where she plays a bratty teenager <laughs> from a while ago. There was another comic book movie, actually. Steve Buscemi's in it. I forget the main character's name. but So to see her, like, it's not actually her doing all the moves, but just her, seeing her play a character. She gives her stunt double a lot of credit, too. So Yeah, but just seeing her play a character like that after watching... Yeah. Ghost World. The only <laughs> like, thing yes. I didn't like about that whole sequence was they over-sexualized her. Which they don't do as much in the later movies, but I think because they were experimenting so much with yeah. it, they did. They yeah, kinda, this whole movie, they over-sexualized her. Yeah, Like Bobby mentioned lot. earlier, when she's like getting into the boxing ring and stuff. like Arching. And, yeah. 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 They, they definitely over-sexualized her a lot. And the next movie that she's in, which I think is the Avengers movie, definitely not that much. Yeah. Which I like the over-sexual like, <laughs> themes, but it was nice to see her character not portrayed that way. Yeah. Just because of how badass Black Widow is. Well, I mean, yeah, she in that scene where they're fighting towards Vanko, man. Mm. And then just the very end, pepper spraying the guy and just walking away. That was great. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. I want to be like her. You got a lot of training ahead of you. Just well, saying. I know. It's not impossible. She's not superhuman. Well, nope. At least not I, that I also, I'm aware of at this point. She's not. <laughs> I also just had a baby in January, so I have a little leeway. Mm-mm, nah. <laughs> you think Black Widow would care about that? Nah, she'd be right back on them mats. So, Natasha has made it to where Ivan was. He's done bolted at that point. The guards that were put in there to babysit him are hanging from the ceiling. Fun. Yeah, that uh, given, uh, like you said earlier, it's a PG-13 movie, mm-hmm. but they still try to pander a lot to make sure the kids can right. watch it too. It was kind of jarring seeing that in there. Seeing the guards hanging there like yeah. that. Well, that. And and then they have Black Widow string up a guy. And, you know, he's sitting there struggling still when Happy turns around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, that uh, yeah, that, that felt kind of, like, extreme right. for what you saw in the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it was a little, little bit jarring to see. You know, I wasn't expecting it the first time I watched it. And it was like, oh, well, hmm, okay, we're going to roll with this. 
But, you know, she works on hacking into the the computer there to reboot War Machine's or Rhodey's yeah. suit so he can take control of it again. But in the meantime, Rhodey and Tony have to fight it out until she could do that. <laughs> Somehow Pepper gets on the line and... <laughs> Finds oh, out yeah, Tony's when, dying. I, I'm still trying to figure out how Pepper got on the line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember like why she was even up there. I, I have no idea. Uh, I think that was probably because of Natasha, because she was probably trying to get in touch with Pepper to let her know, "Hey, just make sure you get everybody out," type thing, yeah. or at least showing something there. Of course, Pepper has another freak out. <laughs> You're dying? <laughs> I was going to tell you over waffles. No, an omelet. I was going to make an omelet and tell oh, you. Oh, yeah, he said omelet. He's not the one that does the waffles. <laughs> You're thinking of Shrek and Donkey with the waffles. Probably. Sure. I'm sure that's what you were referring to. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that we had waffles for breakfast this morning. Oh, yeah. Maybe I just had waffles on the brain today. Sounds good. It was. I bet. But then, you know, they find out they've got somebody else coming at them. Another drone, they think. Oh, yeah. This one looks different than the other mm-hmm. ones. But it's just like it's <laughs> yeah. a triangle on a screen. But you yep. mean it looks different. It, the power signature from it was different. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it had a mini arc reactor in its chest. Well, all of them did, though, because all of them were powered that sure, way. Sure. But the one that he put in his suit yeah, was is going to be more powerful because he wants to power those whips. Them whips. Those electrified whips. Watch me whip. <laughs> oh, no. Don't stop even. that. Yep. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I did. I didn't do the rest of it. Thank you. Yeah, she didn't need it. <laughs> he did it, not Thank me. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, like, we, we complained about this on the first Iron Man movie about how just what a letdown the final battle scene was and then they they picked it back up in hulk and but then in this one the battle scene is pretty damn epic it was it was pretty damn good you know how him and Rhodey like communicating trying to stay on top of well you go up there and i stay down here you know trying to communicate and everything and and electrified whips are just badass looking Oh, and this is just... They were cinematically pleasing. They were super <laughs> cinematically pleasing. But this is also where you find out how terrible Hammer is. I'm going to knock him out with the ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that was well, all about. The impression Hammer I got... Hammer technology isn't, isn't as reliable as Stark technology. That's I, well, I, At least that's what I was thinking All the rest of it was for. pretty damn reliable, it yeah. seemed like. Well, it wasn't... <laughs> The rest of the guns weren't Hammer technology. The ex-wife was supposed to be something that he came up with on his own. Oh, you know what? I just realized why for this waffles were on the brain because during that whole him showcasing the weapons and stuff, he's like, this is a Belgian blah, blah, blah. They don't, they make something you Oh, know, they wake up waffles. better than waffles. Wake go. up better than waffles. <laughs> that, okay. Yeah. That's where my uh, that's where my brain. Have went. you been stewing on that since yes. it was said? No, I, I just came to me it right now when she was saying. I was like, yeah, that's why you I know was all the guns. He was like, you know, it's this, that, and the other thing. It's from this. It's this, and then he pulls out the ex-wife, and this is the Cuban, the Cohiba. 
Yeah. Sniffs it like a cigar. He, he like, fires it off and it fizzles out in the water underneath. Then the again, though, they were at the expo. So I mean, why all the rest of the weapons were live weapons and not that? I mean, it's kind of understandable why that would have been live if it can bust the bunker underneath the bunker you just busted. <laughs> yeah. You don't want sure, that. Sure, but why would the rest of around. the weapons be live? You're right. I mean, that's Vanko. I mean, why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, it, Vanko knew about that one. Well, then again, he may have assumed that there was a possibility that it would be used that would happen him. the way that it did and True it would get story. used against him. So, but, you know, Tony and Hammer have always disagreed and everything. And Hammer yeah. was not always as reliable as Stark, like product wise. Yeah. So. But the pilot I, did live. Just want to state that for the record. Yeah, the pilot lived. <laughs> he still broke his back. Yeah. But he lived. But in any case, yeah, I just thinking about it now, I just get the impression that Vanko sabotaged that because he may have figured that what happened See, and that's part of gonna, the might have might have been a possibility. You wouldn't want that movie, used against you. Yeah. yeah, that part of the movie it can be left up to quite a bit of speculation. It could have been do a love my faulty, speculation. I know you do. Could have been faulty equipment. It could have been Vinko interfering. It just could have been a a dummy. Yeah. It could have been any number of things. And then the great defeat, as we alluded to earlier, was crossing streams. Yep. As both of them got a whip around their necks. <laughs> Kinky. <No. laughs> Whoa. I, I have a feeling Tony would have been into it if it was under different circumstances. Natasha, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even Pepper. Him and Pepper are on and off all the time. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I can't wait to see more of that relationship develop. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. in three, you will. Be a lot. will. <laughs> yeah, you will. And as they defeat Vanko, they now realize they're in for a world of shit. Because <laughs> uh, everything starts going beep, beep, beep and flashing red. Which is never a good sign. No. Yeah, that's true. Luckily, they can fly. Yes. So there's that. And I do like that Tony's first reaction is Pepper. Yeah. Is Pepper safe? And of course, you know, he's got a GPS location on her because he tracks her phone. <laughs> it's not creepy. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, I mean, when you're a superhero, you got to make sure your girlfriend stays out of trouble. But I mean, that happened well before that, I'm assuming. <laughs> Probably. But, you know, his first instinct is to go and grab Pepper before anything happens to mm -hmm. her. And of course, she has a little mini freak out. Yeah, she's Purr like, fuck Pepper. this. I am not doing this job no more, man. I quit. Can't do it. Of course, Tony does not accept her res resignation. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I'm sure it'll be brought up in three, but. Sounded like to me she was pretty definitively not wanting to do that job anymore and just quit. Honestly, I don't remember if she stays or if she really does quit. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Stay three. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, after their little romantic moment. Oh, yeah. She Rody. Finally, finally kissed him. Yeah. And Rody's like, ew, get your own roof. <laughs> just how he reacted to it it was great absolutely oh 
I forgot to mention the little kid. Yeah, oh. we had a big argument about him earlier. Okay, I don't even like care about the fact he's Peter Parker at this point. What I appreciated about that whole little interaction was that Tony came up behind the kid, did not let the kid know he was there, fired, and said, good job, kid. Yeah, and then got him out of the way. That was the point that we really saw a difference. Because that was before him and Rhodey met in the little stream. I mean, there's there's nothing in Tony's character that I've seen in the first two movies that would have... What did Made he say me... at the beginning? Iron Man doesn't have a sidekick. I mean, sure, but that's a little kid in harm's way. But instead of jumping in front of the kid firing, he stood behind the kid and let the kid feel like he did that. I feel like that was a turning point for Tony Stark. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, to me, it didn't seem like it was out of character for him. Well, think about it. He's He's self-indulgent. He Everything is. he does about his own so praise is so being self indulgent. So you're he gave, so you're saying before he may have stood in front to take the credit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he his his ego. Yeah. I mean, in the very beginning, not saying you know the longest stretch of peace because of me. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> look, when you were on the level of Tony Stark, I mean, uh, you look, can be that egocentric if you want. You, you sure. can. You're afforded some some level of. Just being an egotistical fucking asshole. But taking that into perspective, when he did that behind the kid, that was like the first cue that Tony was making a change. Fair enough. For, to me, anyway. I mean, I can see your point, but I mean, to me. Because you know that made that little kid's day. Because look who that little kid became. To be fair, that was a retcon. So... If you don't know what that is, basically, at the time that movie was filmed, that kid, there was no intention of that being that, Peter Parker. Yeah, and it was Max Favreau, who was John's, you know, director yeah. and Happy's kid. But um, yeah, he was just an uncredited expo right person. And then when they later decided to bring Spider Man into the MCU, they realized that the timeline just happened to line up match. perfectly. Yeah, and yeah. so it made sense to kind of retroactively fit. Yeah, that to be in Peter Parker, but now I mean it is that is canon. That's in stone. I believe it was the director of Homecoming. Yeah, that and, confirmed yeah. that. And um, Tom Holland, uh, I think, was the first one that let mm-hmm. it slip. That, that he's was, let, he like, everything lets... slip. <laughs> that yeah. is his him and, job. and Mark, <laughs> yeah. who plays the Hulk. Yes, they both are big blabbermouths. Any interview that they do, I will not watch because I do not want the spoilers. But I yeah, love them, but, but I will not watch. But them. yeah, after Tom said that, the director confirmed it just because it worked out, right? Yeah, which is cool. I mean, yeah, but why I mean, not do that if you can? Yeah, because it, on the wiki, like when I put together our like quick reference mm-hmm. to this episode, I just went through the wiki and grabbed like the major characters. Then I saw that I was like Spider Man or yeah. Peter Parker. Like what? But um, we watched the credits and he wasn't acknowledged. Not in there. even acknowledged in there. Hmm. Because I yeah. thought maybe, you know, John Favreau put his son in there and then credit him as Peter Parker just because, but no, no. it was a total retcon as I came to hmm. learn later. Did they reference the child at all in the credits? No. Huh. Nope. Didn't even mention the kid's name huh. or anything. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, even without it being Peter Parker, you know that kid felt sure. all powerful in that moment. I just took down one of the bad guys. Look at me. I'm so mm-hmm. cool. You know, he's going to school the next day to be like, yeah, I helped Iron Man. Yeah. 
you know. And I just picture that as Noah, man, because he's about oh that same gosh. age. Oh, my gosh. Yes. My son, he's six. And I. <laughs> he would. He would. Yeah. I helped Iron Man. He'd be. He, and he would definitely be wearing an Iron Man mask, not any just Captain America oh, stuff. Shush. No. <laughs> of course, now he just wearing a Spider Man mask already. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he is he, a big he, fan of Spider Man already. He was Spider Man last year for Halloween. I mean, to be fair, he's Spider-Man just about every night when he goes to bed. Yes, he is. At least until he outgrew the, them. Now he yeah, wears. Yeah, I got to get him new ones. Yeah. He likes Spider-Man. So now having so seen. So Tom Holland, if you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris, having seen this one now, where do you put this as far as in the limited amount of MCU you've seen? Where do you put this one? What do you mean? Like a ranking yeah, of yeah. the movie so yeah. far? Man, that. I know it's tough. It's tough, I mean, because even the Hulk was good, like we said in the last episode, even though it it shouldn't really even be in the MCU. Yeah. But it's yeah. a cool Hulk standalone film. But obviously that's at the bottom just for that sole mm-hmm. reason, nothing else. But yeah. I can't, man, especially yeah. when you're talking about Iron Man. He's my favorite. Just because I, I, <laughs> I love Tony Stark, man. Just the, the way Robert Downey Jr., um, he is him. Tony Stark. <laughs> so there was, I am, you know, this one, of course, I think the Hulk is the only one that didn't have it post credits, but this one did have a post credit scene like all the other movies. And for me, this was the post credit scene that really started to feel, if you've kept Linking. up with the MCU movies, yes. Yeah. Where it was like telling you something that is coming. Well, and they kind of preluded to it when Coulson was telling Tony that he had been reassigned. Yeah. Nick Fury references that in the uh, diner, too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was having to deal with issues in the, the South. Southeastern quadrant or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was really cool to see, you know, they're looking for what causes Crater and they find it. And it's Thor's hammer, of course. So, Bonnier. yeah, I thought it was it was a really cool link. And especially since that was the next movie to come out. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's when they started linking the movies yeah. together, which I love. Yes. I mean, what do you mean that's when they started doing it? Because Robert Downey Jr. showed up in the Hulk movie. Sure. But I mean, I mean, but linking I guess to be fair, that does to, not a, I think I don't I won't yeah. say linking is the right word. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there Tony Stark showing up wasn't a foreshadow. It was. Tony, Tony Stark, Stark showing, showing up. up. Whereas like seeing Thor's hammer gave you just a, enough to... To be like, all right, well, we know yep. Thor is coming. Fair enough. We know the next adventure we're going on is Thor's. Which I'm excited about that one. And I know that we, we for the first several movies, there have been kind of certain actors that had smaller roles, but did a really good job with what they were given. We mentioned um, Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and oh, yeah. Captain America and a couple others. I know you had mentioned earlier you were a really big fan of Gary Shandling in oh, this one. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and that's just because of, like, the way he goes head-to-head with Tony. Right. It's just so funny. And then, like, when... <laughs> it's so funny how... <laughs> when, when Tony, um, you know... Gets the award. Basically gets turned down to be an Avenger. Right. They're using him as a consultant. Yeah. But his his favor was like, look, Get this guy to give me this award just because, man. <sighs> so, With the senator and him, yes. Although I still wouldn't put him on the same level as the Tommy Lee Jones character no, no. in the no. first one. Yeah. And the and the Captain America. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about Captain America. Like, when you asked me a minute ago where I'd rank everything, I wouldn't even think about Captain America. <laughs> well, because. <laughs> well, Why do that when there's a world in which Iron Man exists? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Iron Man wouldn't have existed without Cap. Civil War is going to be a fun episode with you two. Yes. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where this kind of started. Like, because I didn't know. Anything. anything about it and she was like hashtag um, team captain or whatever it was at the time when it came out mm-hmm. i was like well i gotta be the opposite so team iron man luckily at watching these movies i really like his character so it worked out fine yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right so let's kind of round table like what your favorite part of this movie was and then we'll go through if you had a least favorite part even though we've obviously said we really enjoyed the film maybe there was something that didn't quite measure up. So if you want to go first there, Chris, what was your favorite part of the film? You may as well just be asking me that rank these movies again and don't count Hulk or Captain America. Oh, shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's tough, man, because, I mean, the movies that I've seen so far, even Captain America, like they're all well done movies. Yeah. You know what? When Tony is at the expo talking about, I'm not saying, you know, yeah. giving that whole speech and then step or stepping out of the Iron Man suit mm-hmm. on stage, that was pretty awesome the way he did that. Right on. So, yeah, I, I think that would be my favorite part, the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? I think my favorite part was the actual introduction to Black Widow, even though you don't know her as Black Widow yet. Just showing her skills. During yeah. that scene when her and Happy are at the Hammer facility. Either one of them scenes with them yeah. two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy Happy, too. He- I'll take it back. My favorite scene was when he used Captain America's shield for just oh, a level. Up. The- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but no, just like seeing it, it literally portrays almost all of her skills. Just in that one scene. Yeah, she a badass. She's awesome <laughs> like life goals right there but um get to work <laughs> trust me i i'm working but it, just seeing that little glimpse knowing that you're gonna get more of that character now if only she could have her own movie between that and happy in that scene too because you know he takes on the one guy in the doorway all proud of himself too finally beats him up goes i got him turns around and sees seven or eight guys laying on the floor and one (laughs) hanging from the ceiling (laughs) just like oh well apparently it wasn't needed i I still think that was like one of the best scenes what about you sir so i'd have two one being not uh, well neither one necessarily being a scene but I really, really enjoyed the way that they portrayed Whiplash on screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cinematically pleasing. Yeah, extremely. (laughs) Um, I've seen mixed reviews for Mickey Rourke's performance, but I think his look was spot on for what they were going for. Yeah. You know, and I I didn't really feel that his his character needed a phenomenal acting performance. He could have certainly emoted, you know, the sadness of a father dying better than what they showed. But then again, who am I to say how he would react to that, right? Like, I'm... I'm not him. Um, uh, who would say how you would react? Yeah, to exactly. Like right. That. Like I've never yeah. experienced that yet. So, you know, I don't know how I would react. 
I think his portrayal on screen was really well done, especially the look and the the action sequences with the yeah. with the whips. Um, but the other thing is, I really liked the not just in this film, but in this film and moving forward. I liked the introduction of Don Cheadle to the MCU. Oh yeah, yes. for like sure. Don Cheadle's the yes. man, and seeing him come in, not just coming in in a film, which would have been awesome anyway, but to see him come in in a film where he shows as War Machine, he has the fight with Tony, he ultimately reconciles with Tony, and is part of the reason they're able to defeat. You know, in the last scene, I just I thought Don Cheadle was was great. Yeah, for sure. So those would be my two favorite. Right on, man. Yeah. So if you had to say something least favorite, if you will, where would you go there? What you going to say negative about your Iron Man now? <laughs> oh, it definitely ain't going to be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start with that while you think about it. I think I mentioned it earlier, but I thought the birthday scene was probably my least favorite part, even though DJM was in it. And like I said, being a huge fan of Travis Barker, it's hard not to have a lot of love for that guy. But I think they had an idea of what they wanted to be able to do and they had to pull back the reins on that. And so it kind of made for this awkward part, funny part, really what should have been hard to watch and emotional. (laughs) And it's, it's hard to land in a safe space there when you're making a PG 13 movie about a depressive alcoholic binge. Yeah. Actually in the Iron Man one episode, I talked about the fact that Terrence Howard was in red tails. Mm -hmm. They do a really similar thing. In that movie. Oh, really? With uh, a drunk. Hmm. Like, he's fine the first half of the movie, then suddenly he has a problem with alcohol. And you, yeah. don't, <laughs> you don't really see, like, any kind of transition. Right. Well, and and I think with that scene, too, it was awkward because if you're in that situation, it's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That's I fair. Mean- <laughs> well, and everything about it was awkward, right? Like, we mentioned, you know, this house full of people having... Things that could easily liquefy them shot above their head. And they're like, oh, this Well, is they're great. all drunk, too. Yeah. Think I mean, about true. it. Like, they were a bunch, it was a bunch of young people in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Drunk young people. Alcohol's flowing. Yeah. It's all the pretty girls thinking they're yeah. going to get in Tony Stark's bed, you know. Getting his Iron Man suit. Yep. There you go. Which filtration system did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, drunk scene. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so how about you, sir? My least favorite scene? Yeah, you got to pick one. Man. Just make it the scream. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that was just piggybacking off what you said about the birthday scene. I have pretty much the same issues with it, but also understand why they showed it that way. Right. Plus, you're right, Anna. If you're in that situation, it's just awkward for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe... I'm wrong-headed in the way that I'm thinking about that scene, at least before you said They that. wanted the audience to feel the same way you would in that situation. Sure. They, they wanted them. They wanted the audience to feel how Pepper felt. Well, usually really, usually right. when I'm in that kind of scenario in real life, it's me that's the drunk. Well, not anymore. Asshole. And nope, I feel like Pepper <laughs> trying to rein you in. Nope. I've been sober for a while now. Yes. So, um, and yeah. Last August. Yep. And also... Yes, the Mickey Rourke scream. That's really the only issue I have with him. But again, like you said, who am I to say right. how you would react yeah, to that? Yeah, I thought that? it was interesting. There were so many mixed reviews on his performance. But like I said, I I genuinely did not see where there was much of an issue with it. 
I did do some reading about him, and apparently he was a boxer back in the day. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that they would have incorporated a little bit of that into the movie, but... Well, he did wrestling too, right? I mean, I saw him, like a picture of him on one of the episodes. Well, he was in a movie called The Wrestler. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so I did read about that. Mm-hmm. He he kind of went through some of their training and stuff. Yeah. But he and wasn't I mean, like an actual wrestler, but he did go through a lot of their training mm-hmm. and said that he had a newfound respect for them as athletes. Yeah. After going through it. But, and I mean, the the one scene where he does do any like wrestling, it's very staged looking. Imagine that. Like it, it's not as fluid as some of the other fight scenes. It just looks very you here, hand here, flip type thing. Yeah. But I, I wish they would have incorporated more of it. I mean, because he was an actual boxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both like an amateur boxer and a professional boxer. So I guess he quit amateur boxing to get into acting, then kind of thought he sucked at that and went to boxing and then was like, I'm going to get back into acting again. But I wish they had brought a little bit of that boxing stuff to the movie. But given his weapon of choice in the movie, I can kind of see why they didn't do yeah, that. So yeah. it makes sense. And I don't remember if I said that. I mean, I know I said that already, but I don't know if that was an part that I'm going to cut out. Yeah. Probably was. All right. My turn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the scream, because that was... <laughs> uh, and again, you know, it may seem like really terrible acting to us, but we also have never... I don't think any of us have been in a position really where we've lost a parent. Nah. Nope. So... Thankfully. Not you physically know, lost them anyway. <laughs> right. But, I mean, none of us know how we would react in that situation. Yeah. You know, we don't know what noises we're going to make. Like, I personally may not shed a tear. But... Yes, you will. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Depends on which parent it is. Um, Fair, I guess. Anyway. You know, so... Yeah, that may seem like really terrible acting to us, but that may be like a genuine reaction for somebody else. But other than that, I think the only other scene I didn't care for was the interaction between Coulson and Tony when he uses Cap's shield. I hate you. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the time, we don't watch the movies together because she watches them during the day while I'm at work. But we happen to watch this one together. And when that scene <laughs> happened, I was just like, yes, that's the perfect use for Captain America's shield right there. And again, I, I actually would really like to know what that was because it was obviously not Captain America's shield. But it was a likeness of it. And Coulson mm-hmm. seemed to put some importance on it that. Again, Coulson was a diehard Ameri- Captain America fan. I get it, but I'm just so. wondering why it was important to him. It could be one of those little Easter eggs, too. I mean, I'll probably look it up later and talk about it in the next episode if I remember. Fair enough. And if you, listener, know what the hell that was all about, give Please. us the email. We Please got a new email us. address. It's feedback at collectorpodcast.com. So... Please do tell us because I would actually really like to know. So final thoughts. Steve. Stoat for Thor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's an Iron Man movie. I like them all. 
So, so long as Robert Downey Jr. is playing him, it's going to be good to me. Luckily, we know for a fact that he is, in fact, going to reprise the role in the next Iron Man movie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so long as he's there, I'm going to be happy. I got Don Cheadle in this one as well, which is great. And like I said, I, I, I remember distinctly when I first saw this movie and I saw that post credit scene. I was very excited at that point to see the Thor movie. Yeah. And I am again because, as I think I mentioned in maybe the first or second episode, I have a terrible, terrible memory when it comes to stuff like this. <laughs> so <laughs> even though I've seen it all in the overarching story and like the major, major things, I certainly remember. But a lot of it is brand new to me again. And so I'm, I'm excited to go back and see that movie again. Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch Thor again. I mean, this this Iron Man movie was pretty good. But it's that's no Captain much, America, huh? That's it. That's as good as you're going to get. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I'm curious to see how he's going to segue out of it because we know he's only got a couple movies left. He's got um, one movie left. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm End game. curious to see how they're going to segue out of that. But no, I mean, Iron Man, as much as I hate his ego, he is a decent superhero. <laughs> as he's shown in this movie, one with little boy. Like, yeah. that is like the biggest thing to me because, you know, children are a huge priority to me. And with as we many. Got 57 of them, so no, there's got to be. There's only six. There's only, <laughs> only... six. <laughs> Ugh. Got my own little team over here. But, you know, uh, children are a huge priority to me and making them feel important and things like that. So that was like slight turning point for me to liking him a little bit more. <laughs> yes. That's great. But seeing Robert Downey Jr., how he handles all the kids, it's wonderful. See? So there's that. <laughs> and you have to admit he's the best cast character. As yeah. far as just absolutely, you know, embodying that role, like Thor is great. You know, Chris Hemsworth is fantastic, but a lot of that's just his look. Like he, yeah, he pulls that off. Looks like Thor. Well, I don't perfectly. know his his personality. No, he's kinda, good. Yeah, like yeah. I definitely like him. Anybody cast in the Marvel universe fits fairly well. I yeah, think for there sure. Are very few that no, I don't agree. fit their role. I agree. And but there's just did, something about RDJ them. as Iron Man that just feels. Feels right. It feels right. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I was just not to get off too far on a tangent here, but I was talking about that to somebody at work yesterday, as a matter of fact. I'm just like, you know, I know Marvel has plans to continue the MCU and all that. And a lot of the major, well, all of the major plot points are going to end with Endgame. And it just seems to me like, with the exception of X-Men, because that's a whole different thing. Maybe not now that... No, that's part of the... They're back in the fold, but yeah. even X-Men, like, how are you going to make another Wolverine movie? That's one of your most right. famous X-Men. How are you going to... You've used all your most famous characters in this first section, what are they calling it, the the Infinity Saga or whatever. Yeah. You've used all your major characters. So what are you going to pivot to after that? Well, I mean, I think they're going to... you can't make another Iron Man anytime no, soon, No, no, but I think they're going to start introducing some of their lesser-known characters, too. I know, but it Like, just, I'd love it, to see a Squirrel Girl movie. <laughs> it just feels like they introduced all their heavy hitters right up front. 
Well, yeah, that's how you bring people in. That's fair. Anyway, that that was my my little yeah. sidebar there. But on that note, I think that's going to do it for us this time. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you have any questions, comments, or theories, you can email us at feedback at collectorpodcast.com or comment on the show notes for this episode at collectorpodcast.com. Until next time. I realized we kind of hit all over the place yeah. with those. So we're going to try to structure this a little bit better. We're going to talk about the main storyline, then a little bit how it fit in the MCU, then maybe talk about the actors specifically, and then worst fart. <laughs> worst fart. <laughs> worst fart. <laughs> worst fart about it is. 